0: We have been going through this series called Impossible, okay? And we've been looking at the amazing things that Jesus did while he was here. Today, we are gonna look at another story. Um, before we get into that, though, I need everybody to, to grab your phone and put it in your pocket. Make sure it's not a distraction. Make sure your neighbor isn't a distraction either, Um Let's try to tune it in for these next 15 minutes, and then we're going to break out and have a good time in our community groups. Uh, Let me pray for us. Let me say a quick prayer for us. God, thank you for tonight. Thank you for who you are. Lord, we love you. We are so grateful that we have the freedom to open up your word. I pray tonight, Lord, that your word, that your word, your scripture, God, would it do a work in every heart here tonight, that the Holy Spirit would carry out this word, and that you, Father, would would do what we can't do, and that, that is change a life, God. I pray, Father, for every student here that you would remove distractions and that you would bless this time, allow us to be focused uh, and, and hear what you have to teach us tonight. We love you, we praise you. It's in Jesus' name, amen. So like I said, we've been going through this impossible series. Uh, today, we are gonna look at a really amazing story about Jesus healing um, this man's son. Uh, before we get into that, I'm sure all of you like me at a certain time in your life have come across some problems. You've probably come across some pretty difficult situations. Uh, For me, a really, really hard thing in my life one time was I actually went to Great Bridge Middle and all of my friends, everybody who I was close with was going to Great Bridge High School, but because of where I lived, I had to go to Grassfield. Yeah. So for me, that, that was really tough for me as an eighth, eighth grader going into ninth grade. That was hard for me because I was super comfortable. I was super comfortable around my friends and when I switched and I went to a school where none of my, my friends were going, it was difficult. And I'm sure maybe not that exact situation, but y'all have been through some, some difficult things uh, in life. And actually what I got to learn through that was, hey God, God is above these situations that even though we experience some difficult things, uh, God is always, he's working things out. If, you're, if we're followers of Christ, he, he is with us always and he is working things out according to his will. But what I realized in that situation was that when we face problems, the problem that we're facing is often not the biggest problem that is actually there that there's usually something bigger going on than what is right in front of our eyes. And, and I want you to think about your own life. Think about some difficult situations. Maybe, maybe you've experienced anxiety. Maybe you've experienced struggles with the family. Maybe you've experienced uh, relationship issues. Those can suck. Maybe, maybe you've experienced um, hardships with friends tough things with with your friends, you lose a friend, Uh, a lot of things, a lot of things that can be difficult. Um, But the thing is, when you go through these these difficult things, it's hard to see what may be really happening. It's hard to see God in the midst of difficult situations. And the reason for that is because we, we feel pain. We, we, we see right here we, what this hard situation may be in front of you or in front of me. We're feeling all of that. And we're right here and we don't necessarily get to see the big picture of what's happening. We don't get to see the big picture. But what, we've, what we know, what we do know is this and we're gonna read this story, this story that's gonna show us this is that God will often use these difficult situations in your life to bring you closer to him. Now, I'm not saying these situations we may go through are good. I'm not saying they are a good thing, but what I do know is that God will use these to draw you closer to him, that he is actually over top of these things, as hard as that may be to know. You may even feel like, when you're going through something difficult, that is he even with me? Well, is God even real? These might be questions that go through your mind. You see, this story that I'm about to read to us, there's this man who has a young boy, he's got a son, and his son is deathly ill. In fact, this son of his who is so precious to him is at the point of death. And we pick up in in the book of John, John chapter four, verses 46 to 53, and I'm gonna read this for us. You see, the message of Jesus has already spread during this time. He's already spread and the word has now gotten out that Jesus, this guy, can do miracles. And this is where we pick up in verse 46. It says this. So he came again to Cana in Galilee where where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. So Jesus is in this city that is, that is about 20 miles away from where this man lives. He, he's absolutely desperate. I want you to think about, about the most desperate situation you've ever been in in your life. This guy is so desperate. What he loves most is about to die. His son is about And he hears about Jesus doing these miracles and he is looking for him. He's trying to find him and he runs to the place which is about a day and a half run. I don't know how many runners are out there but like I maybe can do a mile in like nine minutes. Is anybody faster than that? Dang, no. Yep. What? Is that slow? All right, whatever. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, yeah, right. So anyways, this guy goes to find Jesus. It's about a 16-mile trip to where Jesus is at, and he makes the journey. And this is, this is what Jesus responds. The man gets to Jesus, and he's like, please come down to where I live and save my son. Please save my son, In verse 50, Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew That was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. So he gets to Jesus, please, I need you to come with me. But Jesus doesn't just do that. Think think about what we just read. Jesus doesn't just say, okay, let me walk back to your city with you. It's a day and a half walk. Let me go with you. He doesn't do that. He cares about something. There's something bigger going on in this situation than just this man's son being sick and at the point of death. There's something bigger going on here. So Jesus, instead of going with him like he's done before, he's healed people before, he's laid his hands on people and healed them. Instead, he looks at the man and he just says, go, your your son will live. And it says that the man believed his word, the man believed his word when he said that and at that same moment when he finally gets to to his home and he realizes his servants come up and tell him that his son was better, it was at the same moment the day before when Jesus said those words that he got better and I want you to see the example of of this man because a lot of us in here have been, have been to church. You've heard the message. You've heard this message of, of following Jesus, that we should be followers of Christ, that we should seek him, that we should spend time in God's word. We've heard that message before. But I want you to see what just happened here. I want you to see what happens. Jesus tells him to believe and he believed and he went. Now, why is that a big deal? Because if the man did not really believe Jesus' words, he would have argued, he would have said, what do you mean go? I need you to come with me to heal him. But Jesus simply had to say it, go and your son will live, and he went. It says he believed what Jesus says. And here's what that tells us. It tells us this, that our actions show what we really believe. Our actions show what we really believe. I want you to think about people in your life who you trust. I want to give you an example. Think about the people right now in your life that you trust. You see, I, you know, trust is a big thing for me. There's a lot of people in here who who I trust, like, There's a lot of you who I wouldn't mind like giving my wallet to, mainly because there's not much in there. Um, There's a lot of people, like I would trust you with that. But how you know that I really trust you is if I let you watch and look after my daughter. That would be way different. That number of people who I would just say, yeah, come on. Would go from from this, why? Because my daughter is so much more valuable to me than this. And that is true with your life. That the things that you value more in your life, you are less willing to trust it over to somebody else. It's hard, right? What are the things in your life that you love, the things that you treasure? What are those things? I I guarantee you that you would say yourself that those things in your life that you treasure, that you love, it's harder to give up to the Lord. It's harder to say, God, take this. I don't know what you're gonna do, what you wanna do, but take this. That could be sports for you. It could be a person. It could be a, a relationship. It could be, it could be school. Uh, it, it could be anything. What is it in your life that you, you don't wanna give over to the Lord, that you don't wanna say, God, this is so valuable to me, so precious to me, but I trust you, and I'm gonna give it up. I'm gonna give it up for you. Our actions show what we really believe. I say that, I say that because a lot of us in here may be followers of Christ. And we're growing in our faith, but there's still things that we haven't yet surrendered over to Jesus. There's still things in your life that you're saying, hey, you know what, I'm gonna go to church on Sunday night or I may go to church on Sunday morning, I may, I may just kinda go through those motions, but hey, this thing is mine. I'm not giving up this, or I'm not, I'm not giving up this thing. You see, this man, the biggest problem in his eyes was that his son was sick. Listen, listen to this. The biggest problem in his eyes was that his son was sick, but there was actually something bigger going on here. There's actually something more important happening right here. And Jesus knows it. This man thinks that the biggest problem in his life right now is what is most precious to him is about to be gone. But Jesus knows this, this man's son about to die is not the biggest issue. This man and his whole family, they need a savior. These are these were, these were people who, who weren't, they didn't know Jesus. They didn't know Jesus, they were still Apart from God, they didn't know him and Jesus knows that. It shows us Jesus' heart though that he actually healed his son, doesn't it? Like there's things in our life that we, that we just can't trust God with because we don't trust him to make it better. Or we may not trust him to heal a certain situation we're in but we see Jesus' heart when he heals this man anyway. But Jesus, who is all-powerful, all-knowing, he's the son of God, I want you you to hear this. Jesus desires something more from you and me and this man than just to wow us. He desires authentic faith. When I say authentic faith, I mean real. I mean real faith, not the type of faith that just says, oh, I go to church because that's kind of the thing to do in my family. No, 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 I'm talking about the kind of faith that is, hey, forget my life, forget what what I want, what I feel like is best for me. God, I wanna live for you and I wanna serve you. That's the kind of faith that I'm talking about. That's the kind of faith that Jesus desires for you. Think about that. Jesus desires faith from you. He wants to be close with you because he loves you. loves you. In John 3, 36, it says this. Whoever believes in the son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. <clears throat> this man had a bigger problem than just his son being sick. There's some of you in here who you're following Jesus and you're still trying to figure it out, but you haven't yet surrendered all of it. You haven't yet said, no God, I want you to have all this stuff. I don't care, I, want, I wanna be yours more than anything. And then there's some of you in here, hear me, there's some of you in here who are yet to just totally surrender your life to Christ because that's what Jesus wants. He wants our whole life. I talked about it's harder to, to trust over to someone what is more precious to us. Well, what is so precious to you and me, whether we may admit it or not, is our own life. It's precious to us. Well, if I surrender to Jesus, man, I may have to do some things that at this moment I don't, I don't wanna do. The bigger problem that this man had was that he needed a savior. I wanna I want tell you guys something before we close. That God, God is good. That Jesus has always been on the throne. Hear me, let me, just hear me these last two minutes. Jesus has always been on the throne. Do you know that he created the universe? He created you. Do you know that Jesus came down to earth not just to do these amazing miracles? He's the creator. Think about the whole universe. He created all of that, healing somebody that's little for him, but he desires something more. You see, God is good, but we, we are not good. The Bible tells us that you and I, you and I are, are sinners, that you and I fall short, that you and I have made mistakes, that because of our sin, there's this, there was this separation from us and God. Now, if we're a follower of Christ, we've been forgiven if we've said, hey, no longer am I gonna live for me, but I'm gonna trust in Jesus with my whole life, we're forgiven of our sins. and We're gonna be with God forever. But there's some, there's some in here who may not understand that because God is good, sin has to be paid for. Jesus, who is the son of God, made a way for you. He made a way for me. Jesus steps out of heaven. He lives a sinless life and he willingly died on the cross. He was crucified. I don't know if you know what that means. It means he was tortured to death, hanging up on a tree with nails in his arms and his feet. But he rose from the dead three days later. And now you and I, the Bible says, some of us in here have made the choice, but the Bible says we have to to make a choice. We either follow after Jesus, surrendering our life to him, or we say, no, 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 no. I I, I wanna do me. I wanna do what I wanna do. If you're in that situation, I want you to, to consider, consider who Jesus is, consider what he has done, not just for other people, but for you, to make a way to be saved for you because he loves you so much. Consider, consider that. I'm going I'm to say a quick prayer for us as we close, and we are going to go into our community groups tonight. Uh, before, I, before I pray for us and before we go, I want to pray for a couple people, um, and you can just stay there and stand. Natalie and Hannah, we all stand up real quick? So Natalie and Hannah, everybody, they've been with us for about three, three years, maybe more than that, and they are actually moving to Michigan and... As we close in prayer, I just wanna add them to it and I just wanna ask y'all to to pray uh, with me for them. Um, So if y'all would stand up and and pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you, God, that you love us. Thank you that you gave us Jesus to die on the cross for, for us. Lord, I pray that if there are any here tonight that you would do a work in their life that only you could do That if there's any things in our life that we're holding on, we're holding on to for ourselves, it could be problems that are in front of us. God, would we surrender these things to you? Would we trust in you with what is most precious to us? God, I want to lift up Hannah and Natalie as they prepare to move to Michigan, Lord. We pray for them, God. We ask that you would be with them, watch over their family, protect them, We pray, Lord, that you would continue to be their God and and to just guide them and lead them, that they would continue to seek you and follow after you. Lord, I thank you so much for brothers and sisters in Christ that we who are in you, we who are followers of you, we're a family, I thank you for that. Please bless our time in our community groups, Lord. Go with us. We love you, we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.